It's nice to be with you again. And today is a message of encouragement, really. Um, we've been looking at what we call songs in the Bible. Songs that were probably put to music at one point, but no one knows the music. But they still know the words because they're recorded in Scripture. There's apparently... Scripture contains about 185 songs, and 150 of these are in the Psalms. So we're going to be looking at some, some of the most kind of famous ones, um, and hopefully they'll bring encouragement to us. So the first one we're going to be looking at is the Song of Moses and Miriam. Now Moses is brought up, as a small boy, he's had to be hidden in the bulrushes in the river. Then he goes, to, he goes to Pharaoh's house. Then he goes and lives elsewhere. But God catches him by a burning bush and says that he needs Moses to deliver his people from the, from the Egyptians. Um, and yes, the Israelites were back there, they were slaves. They were building for the, for the Egyptians and working really hard every day. And of course you would expect that the, the, the thing they wanted most was freedom and to be able to live their own lives. Well, after some time, God persuades Moses to go to Pharaoh and ask if he could, if he could take the, the people away to live their own lives. And as we know, he... He refuses, and time and time again, after the plagues and everything. And then, at the end of the day, Pharaoh says, this is too bad, you've got to go. And so, off they go. I think about, some of, I think about two million people came out of there. Um, with, a lot of, with a lot of stuff as well, a lot of belongings. And they head towards the sea. And after um, they're up there with the sea on one side and a mountain on the other side, and then they see this army coming towards them. And they think, well, what are we going to do now? And they start blaming Moses. You know, it was better for us to be slaves than die out here. And then as we know, God works a great miracle, one of the best miracles, he's, or the biggest miracles he's worked so far, really. And he parts the sea so that they walk through. And of course, when the, when the Israelites are on the other side and they're safe, their attitude is quite different from when, when they're this side and they were about to be killed, or they thought they were. And so Moses, um, with his sister Miriam, they write this song, and it's found in Exodus 15. I'm just going to read it through. So Exodus 15, verses 1 to 18. It says, Then Moses and the Israelites sang the song unto the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and his rider he has hurled into the sea. 
The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, I will praise him. My Father's God, I will extol him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The beasts of Pharaoh, of Pharaoh's officers, are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the depth like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who oppressed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The springing waters stood firm like a well. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. I will gorge myself on them, I will draw my sword, and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders? You stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them. In the unfailing love, you will lead your people that you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will grip the people of Philistia. The cliffs of Eden will be terrified. The leaders of Moab will be seized with trembling. With, with trembling. The peoples of Canaan will melt away. Terror and dread will fall upon them. By the power of your arm, they will be as still as stone. Until your people pass by, O Lord, until the Lord, until the people you brought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place, O Lord, you made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, your hands established. The Lord will reign for ever and ever. So it's a song that they sing after the Lord has delivered them. And we see from that how thankful they are. And we, of course we see from the whole story how God is interested in saving them and to bringing them to a new chapter in their lives. Well, the, the, um, Moses brings them through the wilderness. Things don't go at all as planned. They keep diverting, they keep backsliding. And they don't go to the promised land as soon as they have wished. Um, and unfortunately Moses doesn't see the land of Canaan, or he doesn't go there at least. Um, and he has to leave them, he has to die, and leave them to Joshua. And so before he dies, he writes this song. This is the second song we're going to be looking at. It's found in Deuteronomy 32. Deuteronomy 32, and I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to 4. 
Listen, O heavens, and I will speak. Hear, O words, hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain, my words descend like dew, like showers on the new grass, like abundant rain to the tender plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. O praise the greatness of our God. He is the rock, his work is perfect, and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. Um, and I think that's only really part of the song, but he goes on to encourage them and um, encourage them to keep faithful, to keep holding on, not to keep sliding back and to claim their territory again. Now moving on to a new story, the story of Hannah. She lived with her husband Elkanah, but her husband had another wife, Hanina, and this was because Hannah couldn't have children. And so there was probably some, some kind of tension because there was two wives for a start. One could have children, the other couldn't. Sometimes Hannah would have felt left out um, rather than maybe treated as an honoured guest. And so she goes to the, to the temple to pray that the Lord will give her a son. Um, and as we know, her prayer was heard. And after that, she had several children. But after having her first son, this is the song that she sings in 1 Samuel 2. So 1 Samuel 2, I'm going to be reading from 1 to 10. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. In the Lord, in the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemy, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one beside you. There is no rock like our, like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly, or let your mouths, mouths spe speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumble are armed with strength. Those who are full hire themselves out for food, but those who are hungry, hunger no more. She who was barren has borne seven children, but she who had many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raiseth up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raiseth the poor from the dust. He sets them with princes and has them inherit the throne of honour. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. Upon them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked will be silenced in darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. 
He will thunder against them from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. So we see Hannah's gratefulness and how she was, she was once the lowest, but now is brought up. Moving on, we look at David, who begins his life not so, not so easily. He has Saul chasing him for years, and he has to hide in dens and in caves. And finally, Saul dies, and David is, David is free. And this is what he says in 2 Samuel chapter 22. I won't read it all, but I'll just highlight some points. I'll start reading from verse 1. David left Gad and escaped... Sorry, this is Second Samuel. Second Samuel 22. David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge and my saviour. From violent men you save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I am saved from mine enemies. And let's look at verse 25. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sights. To the faithful you showed yourself faithful, to the blameless you showed yourself blameless, to the pure you showed yourself pure, but to the crooked you show yourself shrewd. Now let's go to verse 47. The Lord lives, praise be to my rock. Exalted be God, the rock of my saviour. He is the God who avenges me, who puts the nations under me, who sets me free from mine enemies. You exalted me above my foes, from violent men you rescued me. Therefore I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed. To David and his descendants forever. So there David is so thankful that now he can, he can move on in his life. He doesn't have to hide anymore. And he, can, he can move on. He becomes king. Then, you, then there's Daniel. If anybody's got anything to complain, it's, it's Daniel, really. Daniel lives at home, but then is, is captured by the king of Babylon and walked back, walked back to Babylon. After everything that happens there, you know, with the, with the food and everything that he couldn't eat, and he probably becomes sick, and all the, all the hard things that happen there. 
The king finally has a dream and the king doesn't realise what he's dreamed about. He can't even remember. He's just very, very troubled. And so he calls in all the magicians, astrologers, sorcerers and Chaldeans and he says to them, you know, can you tell me this dream that you've dreamed and that I've dreamed and interpret it for me? And they say to him, no, we can't. There's no one on the whole earth that can, that can possibly do that. And they try and reason with the king and say, you're being totally unreasonable here um, because you just can't expect that of us. But anyway, the stern king insists that unless they tell him, they would be killed. And so he sends this man called Arioch, who's the king's captain, and he goes around to kill all the wise men in Babylon. And he comes to Daniel, and what does he say? He says, you're going to be killed. And Daniel says, well, I haven't heard anything about this. You know, this is the first I've heard about all this. Um, and I would like to go and see the king and ask if I can have some time to pray and think about this. And then we'll be able to come up with something. And so the king mercifully grants him some time and he stops Ariok from killing anyone as well. And then God reveals to Daniel in the night what the king had dreamt and what it was all about. And Daniel was then able to share with the king. And of course this was a hero act really because he saved so many people in, in that city. Um, and this is, these are the words that that Daniel speaks because he's grateful that the Lord saved them. Let's go to Daniel 2. It's, I find it actually quite quite funny because we often think of Daniel 2 as being the as being all about the image and everything, all about the kingdoms. But it's interesting that these words are contained in the same chapter and are sometimes looked over perhaps. Um, so Daniel chapter 2 verses 19 to 23 During the night the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision Then Daniel praised God of heaven and said Praise be to the name of God for ever and ever Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and disposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and the light dwells in him. I thank and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power you have made known to me what we ask of you, and you made known to us the dream of the king. It's quite funny, a common, a common thought in all of these songs is that God is the hero and that he saves, that he's saving people over and over again. Now we're going to be moving on to the New Testament, and we have the song of Mary. Mary's only really a an ordinary person but then she's approached by an angel and the angel tells her that she's going to bear a child and it's going to be the saviour of the world 
and we find Mary's song in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, and I'm going to be reading 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoiceth in God my Saviour. He has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed. For the, for the mighty one hath done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He hath scattered those who are poor, who, who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He hath brought down rulers from their thrones, but hath lifted up the humble. He, was filled, he has filled the hungry with good things, but hath sent the rich away empty. He has helped the servant Israel, remembering to be merciful, Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. And so just like God has helped all of these people in the Bible, to bring them into new, new places in their life, to bring them forward, to bring them up to a higher, to a higher standard, to to happiness and to contentment, so God can help all of us if we trust him. And there's, um, there's just one more song that I, want to, that I want to share with you, and it's a song that has not yet been sung, but we hope and believe that soon it's going to be sung, and it's found in Revelation 15. So Revelation 15 and verse 3 and 4. This is the great song that we will all sing when we come to heaven. And it says, um, And they sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvellous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the ages. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you. For the righteous acts have been revealed. Amen.